Welcome to Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. Well guys, on today's episode we're going to discuss um, what way should I train and I'm going to do a little bit of a series on this one, what way should I train, what way should I eat uh, for optimal uh, body composition. So we're just going to work on this over the next uh, few weeks. And this is a question that has came in and kind of uh, gave me a little idea of this uh, series of podcasts. So what way should I train? So what we need to look at first from that question is what are our our, 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 um, our demographics in terms of who are we speaking about when we talk about the way they should train? So let's look at it. So we have general population clients. We have strength and power athletes. We have bodybuilder physique. And then we've got sports performance and endurance athletes. So that's kind of where we're at the spectrum we're going to cover today. Um, firstly, well, let's look at the general population. That's your beginner client coming into the gym, wanting to lose weight, wanting to look better, feel better, um, and basically all around better health. Um, and they've decided to do the sensible approach and look at their training and take it take it seriously and start looking at it. Okay, what is the best? What way should I train for my goal? Now we'll take our general population client. They want to, we'll say, uh, change body composition, lose weight, feel better, look better. So the most important thing about somebody that wants to train and wants to learn if they're coming from the general population beginner is the first thing before we ever look at sets, reps, anything like that, our protocols is what is the objective. The objective is a. we look at the client so that you're a beginner client, you've never really lifted weights before, or even if you have lifted for a period of time, a couple of months, you're really a beginner. So what you need to learn first is execution, most important. So it doesn't matter what the exercise is. So you need to, you, you, you split the body into lower body and upper body. Okay, so we've got lower body, which has got your quads, your hamstrings, your glutes and your calves. And then we've got your upper body, which is your core, your shoulders, your chest, and your back. So we've got a number of exercises for that. And before we ever get into that, the most important thing you need to learn is your patterning movements, your basic patterning movements. This is general population clients. So the way I would advise it is first thing you need to learn is a squatting pattern, which is in, in the form of a squat. And then you need to learn a hinge pattern in the form of some sort of deadlifting, picking something up off, off the floor. And the next thing we need to, 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 to look at then is some form of a split pattern where you train in a split stance. Again, this is individual to the client and where they are, and there's all regressions and progressions of these exercises. So your general population client should be looking at full body workouts. The very first thing they should be doing is learning the skill of lifting. So I want you to think of an analogy I got from Ben Podolsky was S-S-I. So S means setup. The second S means stability. So you have to be stable after you set up, make sure you're stable. So you're stable within the, in, in the environment, in the actual exercise that you're training. And then initiation, initiate the movement through the trained muscle, the muscles you want to train. So if you are trying to get better quads, for instance, you're going to set up, we'll say, we'll take a hack squat. You're going to get yourself set up in a hack squat machine. You are going to make sure you're stable and your, your pelvis is stable within the machine. And then you're going to initiate the movement pattern through your quadriceps. So that's what I mean by SSI. And I thought it was a very good analogy by Ben Podolsky. And it's a really great way, guys, a little thing you can use to you can take away when any body part you're training. If you're a beginner, advanced, intermediate, or any of these population clients we're speaking about, you can use that analogy. So that's really important. And then you learn the skill of lifting. So you're, I would recommend for big gym 
pop clients just want to lose weight it's all about just getting into the gym and learning the skill of lifting weights doing full body exercises focusing for the first few weeks on only technique and i'm talking four to eight to twelve weeks on technique learning the technique properly learning how to execute contract understanding about concentric phase of lifting eccentric phases phase of lifting and even at that you don't need to, as a beginner client to go too in depth with that you just need to understand tempos and that will teach you then um the phases of lifting and how to lift the weight and move it from a to b so that's really really important to so your general population clients the guidelines i would give full body workouts um two to three times a week at the start as I say, the more time you come into the gym, two, three, I would recommend at, at most for a beginner client. But the more you come in, the, the more you're going to be put in that position of lifting weights. And you're going you're gonna to develop your skills from it. The more you do something, the better you get at the skill. So two, three times a week lifting, focusing on technique for the first few weeks, um, thinking your SSI every time you go in to do some sort of a lift. And then from there, you can progress. Well, that's really important. And I would do that do that and recommend that for your general population client i would recommend that for definitely the first four eight twelve weeks the longer you can put into that prep phase the better you're going to be the better outcome you're going to get because as you move forward through the months you are going to get way better bang for your buck your muscle development is going to be better your tension is going to be better everything is going to be so much better main thing for a beginner client as well guys you need to just um, take into account his recovery capacity is not going to be the same as somebody that's a little bit more intermediate and advanced because they are used to lifting weights so you are going to have that initial soreness and you're going to have that initial longer term recovery than than your intermediate person um, that would be coming to the gym to lift weights so allow that so you might train on a monday you might train on a wednesday and you might train on a friday and all i would recommend outside that for somebody would be to do some form of movement exercise in the terms of cardiovascular work that could be walking cycling piece of machinery in the um gym cross trainer stepper rower whatever suits you whatever you like whatever you enjoy just throw on a podcast listen to reach your peak podcast jump on your your piece of cardio equipment or go for a walk or run and um do that maybe two three times a week as well so you're moving a lot more and that's kind of how a general population client should set up their training and then we look at strength and power that's more your your power lifter your power lifter olympic lifter they are really focused on strength and power training so again strength and power training can take an awful toll on the central nervous system because you are going to be moving progressively heavier weights all the time so recovery is, is opt has to be maximized for these people um i would normally recommend for strength and power athletes no more than four days a week training if i have somebody that wants to train that fifth day we would normally walk an accessory walk so we would keep it a lot lighter um in terms of uh, we wouldn't be going into max lifts in uh, in the 80 90 95 percent mark we'd be more focused on that fifth day on maybe some uh, body composition stuff or or some um uh, how would you say some assistance work that would aid the powerlifting or olympic lifting so with a strength and power athlete four days training um again you are with a strength and power you need to be in that range where you can develop strength and that's going to be in the kind of three to six rep range mark sets can vary and, and methods can vary there it's all individual to the person there is methods that are used widely like the west side barbell method um there can be you can go a, a five three one method 
or, or you can go a rest pause method a five three one method would, would be where you'd start your first set on five reps your second set on three reps and you'd finish with a one rep kind of a max effort rep um rest pause is you would do a certain rep range of uh, of the repetition say of a bench press say you did six reps you you rack the, the weight you take three to four breaths pop off the weight again and do another maybe maybe four to six reps again and you'd repeat that three times that's a rest pause again there's different different things with strength power athletes it's more about periodization and making sure that it's smartly programmed in terms of the reps that are selected and there's a progression of reps that progressively getting looking to get stronger so if if a powerlifter or a strength athlete comes in and they're always doing 12 to 15 reps four sets they're only going to get as strong as the rep range they're staying in so think of uh, strength and power athletes you guys are basically have to move a weight from a to b as fast as possible and move the most weight possible so it's a one rep max test so we need to be in that realm one to three reps three to six reps maybe a bit of assistance work i would recommend we go a little bit beyond six more more kind of eight to twelve but that will be only on your 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 triceps maybe working on some lat work um, the main assistance lifts to bench squat and deadlift and powerlifting i would kind of stick between the four to eight rep range um and same with olympic lifters when you look at the pulls snatch pulls clean pull um and looking at jock from the rack and all that kind of stuff that's where i would be kind of working within um the, the the lower ranges and that's where you're going to get the best bang for your buck for so for strength and power athletes that's where i would recommend guys you you set up your training no more than four days a fifth day if it has to be it has to i would work on assistance work which will be on, on, on smaller muscle groups and um, that you probably aren't focusing on during the week in your training that's what i would recommend for strength and power athletes so guys we move on then to uh, bodybuilder physique uh, bodybuilder physique uh, remember our objective here as a bodybuilder or a physique athlete is hypertrophy so we're trying now a strength and power athlete of course has hypertrophy in the back of their head they need to build muscle to move weight and the same with the general population client but we'll say the bodybuilder and the physique their out and out goal is to go on stage and present the best physique possible the, the most symmetrical physique they can so a balanced physique balanced chest to delt ratio to waist ratio to quad development to calf development to hamstring development to lat development to back to entire back development to abdominal development so we're really looking at individual muscles here and with a bodybuilder physique it isn't about moving max weight from a to b and trying to get as much weight off the floor as you can or squat as much weight as you can or press as much weight as you can it's about building muscle so i would recommend here Again, if you're coming into it from just jumping back there to strength and power athletes, if you're a beginner strength and power athletes, no more than three days, guys, is enough um, to start you off. If you are intermediate, I would go to four and advanced. You could look at five, but I, I would be, as I say, I would be advising the assistance work on the fifth day on the smaller muscle groups. On the bodybuilder physique, uh, between four and six days a week, depending on where you're coming from. If you're a beginner physique athlete, bodybuilder, I would recommend four days a week and just, again, developing the skill of lifting you could start yourself off if you're a complete beginner and want to get into this world of bodybuilding and physique sports both male and female the main thing is you go back to recommendations i spoke about with general population clients and learning the skill of lifting doing two to three days a week in the gym and learning all your lifts and learning tempos and understanding how to basically move weights from a to b and get the most contraction from muscle mechanical tension is the key driver of muscle hypertrophy uh, i would say and that's what we need to be looking at when we're definitely looking at a bodybuilder physique it's all about time and retention yes we need we, we don't want to be weak we want to move big loads but we're not going to be focused solely down in the three rep range two rep range 
we're going to be more into the 6 to 8, 8 to 10, 10 to 12, 12 to 15, 15 to 20. So we're going to go a wide variety there. The reason we go as a bodybuilder physique, we go wide variety because we'll hit the different uh, fiber types, fast twitch and slow twitch fibers. So we'll hit them in them rep ranges and we want to cover all bases. And again, the main driver hypertrophy is volume. So volume work that's not doing three sets of three that's nine total repetitions we're talking about four sets of 12 30 or sorry 48 repetitions they are completely different animal um and you're looking at time under tension you're looking at total volume moved and um you're, you're, you're and again with physique and bodybuilding people make the mistake of oh i should be lifting lighter here and doing higher rep not at all you should be hitting all rep ranges and moving as much weight as you can within a technically sound technique that's most important making sure that you do not take away from the actual don't let weight take away from the technique because what you need to do is it's technique first then it's all about how you execute it and then it the last thing it should be is how much weight can i actually hold in my hands you shouldn't always be thinking that way where you're really driven by the amount of kilos that you lift because it will break down other muscle groups will take over for instance if you're doing a bench press and you try to push max weight on a bench press your chest is not going to be taking as much load your back is going to heavily kick in your triceps your front delts your shoulders everything that realistically should be secondary to the chest is starting to kick in and override the chest a little bit to take over and take the load so it's really important and with bodybuilder and physiques and this goes across all sports the ssi analogy from bill Podolsky is really really good guys here um set up stability initiation keep thinking that right the way through um so let's look at it in terms of programming we are talking about four to five days depending on how the person is i don't see the massive advantage of training six days because a lot of the time people can't recover from that you see a lot of uh, physique and bodybuilder athletes now training uh, four days a week and doing s some sort of cardiovascular work on their days off um, I personally like to train five days a week. I do assistance work, weakness work on a sixth day, which is a lighter session. Um, and I like to split my weight training in the morning. I train faster in the morning, weight training. Again, that's not the most optimal approach. It's something I like to do. I take intra carbs when I'm training. So I take some carbohydrates on intra workout in the workout, um, which helped me um, on, in terms of energy production and in terms of focus as well. Um, so I'm covered there and then I have my meal set up for straight after when I train with a good hit of protein and carbohydrates. So that's really important in there. And I have nice fast acting carbs in terms of I use fruit as my fast acting carb and uh, some oats post-workout. So that's that's just the way I, I, I set it up. But going back to it, four to five days, if the six day, I would really think that you, if you look at six days a week uh, weight training, you need to be on the way more advanced side, I think. You have to look at the advantages of it. Recovery has to be optimal. You're only as good as you can recover. There's no point you coming and doing a training session, maximizing it out and expecting yourself to come back in the next day and hit that same body, body part again or try to perform to that level again. Remember, we need to recover and that's most important. And right through all these populations we're speaking about, nutrition has to be there. It's going to be at the forefront of everything you do because when we go into the gym, remember what we're doing is damaging our body. We're not getting stronger in the gym, in the session. It's the repairing process and the, the, the nutrients and nutrition and the way we set up our nutrition is going to aid recovery of all these fibers we're tearing. And 
then they're going to come back stronger and that's how we're going to build lean tissue going to build good a good quality physique if you're a bodybuilder physique athlete are going to be a very strong powerlifter that's what you is required is nutrition it has to be on point rest you have to look at sleep you have to look at your recovery protocols what are you doing after you train um you have to look at your nighttime routine before you go to bed to make sure you're you're getting that optimal sleep because that's the time our body is going to go into that parasympathetic mode rest and digest and let everything repair and again looking at your protein servings because protein is protein is the building blocks of muscle and that needs to be adequate within our diet along with carbohydrates for energy and we need to have our fats coming in then for to keep our hormone balance in the right place so bodybuilder physique uh just to recap four to six days i would recommend four to five um train either morning 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 or evening if you do train in the morning you have an option of eating before you train you can take in some carbohydrates 30 to 40 grams which should be enough um or if you haven't like myself you take in some intra carbs when you train uh other than that, guys, um, basically rep ranges, hit the full rep ranges, go from your 3 to 6, your 6 to 8, your 8 to 12, your 12 to 15, and your 15 to 20, and even beyond. So hit all the rep ranges um, and really challenge the body in all segments of the rep ranges as well. Um, so that's kind of what I would recommend for bodybuilder physique. And I think of your SSI analogy, and then if you're a beginner, it's all about just learning how to lift and learning what the skill of lifting is and then as you progress on you can start to really look and dial in on programming and methods that are used there's no secret to gaining muscle it's all about hard work going in getting the sets done but good technique and good skill acquisition is important here because that's what's really going to set aside the better physiques the stronger people uh, if it's in strength sports if it's in endurance sports it's the people who trained better smarter recovered better ate better looked at the bigger picture of training completely that makes a huge difference in terms of what the outcome is and that's why you see and you look up to these people how do they look this way or how they're so strong or how they can run a marathon at this time is because they have all their dots in a line they know exactly what to do post-training pre-training intra-training and they know what their nutrition should be and they're getting everything right and again it's a lot of it is because they have a coach behind them that knows what they're doing and is taking all that stress away of thinking about what methods should i use what rep range should i use so that can really help you but if you're a beginner 100 get a coach it's the best investment you can make guys in terms of your long-term future and your long-term physique development body development strength development it's going to pay dividends in the end because you will have started the right way so we move to our last category which is sports performance now that could be anything from runners to footballers to field sport athletes so we look at just sports performance. If it's sports per performance related, the first thing I would always advise somebody, we'll go back to the basics again, learn how to lift weights, understand about nutrition, understand about recovery. Uh, endurance sports are can be draining on the body. Again, there's a lot of training required. It's very cardiovascular dominant. So it's going to be very cardio um carb dominant fuel sourcing depending again on the on the type of sport but you would look at the sport that's what i advise you first what does the sport require you to do so if you're a barrister if you want to train for marathon it requires you to run for a period of time of up to three to four to five hours um so we need to train effectively and smartly within that spectrum if you're a field athlete say a ga gaelic footballer it's it, we, we could look at a little bit of strength and power we could look at a little muscular endurance we could look at uh, explosive power so we look at it in a bigger picture what does the athlete require look at the sport 
ask yourself what does that sport require and write it down and then you can start looking at your training it with, with strengthen uh, with sports performance um athletes the most important thing for them is their actual sport that's where they should be spending 60 to 70 to 80 percent of their week in training on their actual sport because that's the skill they want to develop and then secondary to that should be their their um gym work now the gym work I've, is 100 has to be there but it can't take over you can't want to be a bodybuilder and a marathon runner Do you know it has to it has to be a bit of give and take keep the goal the goal so if you're a sports performance athlete most of your training we'll say up to 80 percent of the training should be given to that chosen sport and developing the skill of that chosen sport and the rest of the time should be in the gym developing the um muscle groups and developing the, the attributes you looked at that can make you better at the actual sport so that's what why you lift weights as a sports performance athlete to make you better at the sport you do so i mean most performance athletes two three times a week in the gym max um depending on their output in their sport um, I would say two to three. The rep ranges will vary on terms of if we looked at a field sport athlete like a GA player, there is a bit of strength and power there, so we can be down around the three to six rep range. We can also be in the six to eight and the eight to twelve rep range. Um, we can definitely train two to three times a week on off season, in season probably two times is enough. Maybe cutting back to one, and when there's a heavy season of, of matches coming up, if you're talking about somebody that does an endurance sport that would be like marathon running, ultra running um cycling stuff like that that would be require long distances and been out for long hours at a time at your sport that's endurance wise again your rep ranges are going to vary again there could be a bit of a strength and power aspect there absolutely but i would look more towards the endurance aspect as well so i would be hitting the kind of 8 to 12 12 to 15 15 to 20 rep range at times depending on where we are in the season that's how i would set up and that's how i recommend if you're a sports performance athlete to kind of look at it that way um so again the main thing with sports performance i think people get kind of confused a little bit and choose the wrong way is they do too much uh, of the kind of weights and gym stuff because they want to look a certain way um you need to make sure what you're doing in the gym is making you better at your sport that's the most important is it making you faster on the football field is it making you jump higher is it making your center of gravity stronger is it making you stronger on the ball is it making you kick the ball further and um, these are all things you need to look at again then as a, a runner are you is your your cadence is your ground your, your ground force improving is your times improving is your fatigue level improving do you feel stronger when you run um how is your recovery after you run how is your legs how do they feel so you look at that making sure that your gym training is supporting that and making that better for you so that's really really important before you ever look at methods and again it goes back to a coach the investment of a coach guys i can't reiterate enough wherever you're listening to this podcast you need to look at it can you invest in a coach at some period of time i would 100 recommend it for your beginner client and um, but if you're an intermediate advanced client at the moment and you're kind of stuck in limbo a little bit and wondering just make that investment in a coach for a period of time get the knowledge off them that you require and maybe you can go on your own again then at least you know you're on the right path and you're being guided the right way that's really important and when it comes to coaching um you have to look at one-to-one -one coaching at some period of time have physically having the coach in front of you because the only way i would recommend online coaching is if somebody is at that 
higher end or the intermediate or advanced. That's going to be where I would recommend if you look at programming online. That's that's a mistake a lot of people make, a lot of beginner clients make. They don't have that skill of lifting and they're going to really struggle to get results long term. Um, that's really important, guys. You look at that. So coach is so important. Going back to these four um, categories, general population clients, strength and power athletes, bodybuilder, physique and sports performance. It all goes back. Again, they all kind of fall into one realm. Learn to lift weights properly. Learn to uh, learn about tempos. Uh, understand your SSI, your setup, your stability and your initiation through the working muscle you're trying to train and understand recovery, understand nutrition to support what you're trying to do. Remember, nutrition isn't all about just calories in, calories out in terms of every sport is that way. Certain sports require more calories than others. Certain things like physique and bodybuilding require you to be on a deficit for a period of time. If you're preparing for a show, if you're a strength and power athlete and you're trying to make weight, you need to be very, very um, dialed in in terms of your nutrition there because you do not want to lose that power output that you need for that day on the platform. Um, the same for an Olympic lifter um, and your general population client. If you want to look better and feel better, it is going to be a matter of going into a bit of a calorie deficit and then creating a, a more output through weight training and cardiovascular training. So that's really important, guys. Um, so I hope that is very informative for you in terms of that's the way I look at it here at Peak Performance Academy in terms of when I look at a client walking in the door. Again, I always speak about the background story where they're coming from, what they're doing, uh, where have they been previously, and what is their experience? Where are they? Beginner, intermediate, advanced. And remember, beginner, lifter, athlete is one to two years. One to two years. Now, that might sound extreme, but definitely within that one-year period, you're still a beginner. You're still learning. Your body is only developing. Intermediate could be beyond that one year to two to three years, four years lifting. And I would say an advanced lifter for me would be somebody that's lifting more than four years, four to five, six years of lifting weights and understanding. Uh, and they would be a person now that I can have that conversation about eccentric loading, concentric loading, um, time under tension, and, and, and talking about different rep ranges, different percentages and stuff like that. So that's where I will be talking on that level with an advanced client. Intermediate would be more focused on getting a structure right for them um, really dialing in and making sure everything is bang on point in terms of their their understanding of the rep range they're doing and making sure their tempos are 100% when they're lifting and their recovery is there. And then the beginner is all about technique. Just basically a basic education across the board of how to lift weights will be the most important thing in the first three to six months with that person and then developing them from there so they can reach their goals and stay. If they're trying to lose body composition, trying to lose weight, sorry, fat loss, actually maintain it keep it off if they lose four stone in two years time they're still that four stone is gone it's not just suddenly back so that's what it's all about with beginners is education okay guys so um i hope that was informative um on what should, what way should i train and in the next weeks we will do a lot more on this and what way should i eat and what way should i recover and all that kind of stuff what way should i do my cardio or set up my cardio so i'm going to answer these questions as we go and i'm going to take it from my perspective of the way my thought process works and as i say using the analogies from these great coaches is a great way for me to reiterate on the gym floor when i'm looking at a client i'm thinking ssi all the time and it's a really good analogy from bill Podolsky. um so Hope you enjoy that, guys, and uh, have a great bank holiday weekend, and uh, I hope the weather stays good and enjoy. And please give a, a review on this podcast if you can uh, and subscribe. It really can help grow the podcast as well if you leave a review, so I'd really appreciate that. Okay, guys, have a great weekend, and thanks for listening to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast.